Hi everyone, my name is Justin Odisho and in this video I'm going to talk about how much should you charge for your work and pricing your work as a video editor, designer, creative type of profession and just pricing products and being your own boss in general. Thank you to Darko's Revenge for asking me this question on Instagram DM. If you're not following me there yet, you can find me at Justin Odisho. It's the best place to reach out to me. To give you guys a little backstory, I've been pricing my own products and having to try to work this out with different situations, clients, types of work for almost a decade now since I was a young teenager. I've done jobs for people on forums. I've tried sites like Freelancer for free, retail sales, and even now I have my own products on my own web shop. So there's so many different situations and I want to preface this all by saying there's not one right answer for how much someone should charge. If you're trying to come away from this video with you charge X amount for X amount of time, it's not going to be possible for anyone to answer that. But I do hope to give you some valuable perspective on pricing, free versus paid work, the cost of doing work, how to think about what the value you bring is. And hopefully it opens up your mind, gives you some new perspective. Money is such a mental game and figuring out how to charge when there's no set rule book in this creative field is such a mental game. And it can be easy for you to get trapped in the way that you think about money and how much you value a dollar versus how much you charge. To tell you a little bit of the story, I used to work at a minimum wage job, um, just kind of like a hospitality job at a gym, and I would make minimum wage. And the way that I thought about money back then was so much more limited because I knew that I just worked two hours for this 15 bucks or whatever. So when I would go to get lunch or order a pizza, even on my lunch break, I did the math in my head. I'm like, is this really worth two hours of my time? Now I make money in a little bit more passive ways and I no longer look at money with like a hourly equation. And so when I go to price my own products on my own website, what might be a lot to me, and I think uh, I don't feel comfortable charging that much, I've been able to get more comfortable learning that different people earn money in different ways, value time in different ways. And so you start to understand that you are worth that value or you can figure out ways to bring up your skill or value of your product and justify it. When it comes to free work, I do free work all the time. I'm doing this video right now and nobody is telling me if you make this video about pricing, I'll give you a hundred bucks for producing and editing and uploading this video. Now, sure, I might earn a couple bucks off of AdSense from the views and I've figured out ways to monetize my content. This is going to help me gain more audience, help you out, leverage. You might check out my web shop, all these different things. But I think that just speaks into the point that I'm going to make is free work can often pay you in ways other than just monetary dollar. When you should do free work is when you've taken a look at the situation with a bit of a longer term vision, not just a short sighted goal on how this could help you. So free work can often build relationships with people that you wouldn't have been able to access before. It can set you up for the next opportunity. It can build your portfolio. It can expand your network. It can teach you a new skill. For example, if someone like LeBron James for some reason wanted me to follow him along and be his personal videographer, not only would I do it for free, 
I would pay up to a certain amount a month to have that opportunity to do that because I know that that would be a great opportunity to meet new people. It would set me up to the next level of this career. It would basically be such a huge step in that type of career or field if I wanted to go that way. So the value in that kind of like dream situation is so much that I would even want to pay to do it. So that's just a different perspective for thinking about it. Now, obviously you can't survive off of exposure forever. And there's situations where you don't want to deal with those kind of scammy, shady type of clients that are like, it's good exposure, bro. And they just kind of continue to jerk you along and not pay you ever but this is where you have to take into your own hands and understand the benefit that you might be getting so it's, it's for free right oh it costs money we have to get money we have no choice it costs money to eat so we understand the value of free work and when that is applicable and there's definitely value to it i do free work all the time but you also have to do some paid work if you want to be running a business you eventually want to be getting paid clients eventually so how do you price that? Well, you have to take into account all of the different costs that you're doing. So I'm shooting this on a camera that costs money. This microphone costs money. All of this stuff costs money. And this is something that I need to remember and keep into account. Opportunity cost of your time. There's a great tip in this book here, Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. And he has a little page on pricing. And on it, it says, price high and then justify and that tip always really stuck with me because i i hear a lot of people in my community they might be younger they might be just starting out and they say oh well i can't really charge that much for a video these clients aren't trying to pay that much so i do like a 50 dollars music video or a 100 dollars music video just try doubling your price okay i know that sounds ridiculous i know it sounds crazy but if you're doing a 50 dollars music video or a 100 dollars music video there's no reason that you shouldn't be charging like $500 at least, even as a beginner. And let me tell you why. First of all, you do need to have your skill level at a certain point. Oh gosh, this is such a complicated topic. Let's actually back up a little bit. How badly do you need this money and opportunity? Okay, can you get away with keep doing it for free and build opportunity until you cash in on it later? Or do you literally have you're gonna get evicted or you're gonna starve if you don't get that $50, $100 in your pocket, right? For most people, I'd, I would hope it's not that extreme so that they wouldn't have to, they could be a little bit more patient with their negotiations, but that's something you have to, to keep into mind. However, if you're able to hold out a little bit, let me tell you why holding out for better clients is better than just filling up your plate. When you're willing to do the music video for $50, $100 or whatever, you're kind of in this weird gray area. You're not exactly free, but you're not really charging that much or making that much anyway. Try doing this. Don't be in the middle. Either do free work, but the stuff that you do charge for, price it very high or just higher than you normally think and justify that package of value that you're giving. That way you're not really in the middle. If you set your price a little bit higher and just play the waiting game, you know, network, let them come to you. Oh, how much do you charge? 500. Uh, sorry, bro. That's a little too much for me. Okay. That's cool. You'd be patient. Next person. How much do you charge? 500. Uh, sorry. Third person. Oh, how much do you charge? 500. Oh yeah. Cool. Let's do it. 
But again, you have to make sure you're provide you're good enough to provide the value. That's up to you to prove that skill. Hopefully, I think you are. I believe in you. Let's talk about why I've been saying a solid project price rather than hourly. When it comes to clock in work, like jobs that I used to work, um, sure, you clock in, you work a certain amount of hours, you get paid a certain amount of time. When it comes to creative work, like editing, you know, there's not really a set amount of time that something takes. What you should be charging for, in my opinion, in most cases, is the final project. There's no reason a client should want to charge you hourly for a music video or something like that because then why don't you just spend as much time as you want on it and just charge them a lot more. All they want is the final project and you kind of understand how long it's going to take you. You say, okay, cool, I'll have it to you by the end of the week or the end of the month and this is my cost up front. And when you're trying to decide that price, you keep in mind the cost that you have. So you remember how much your camera costs you. Remember how much your time, your gas, your food. If you hire other people, let's say you hire somebody, your, your friend, you want to pay him $100 a day on set to do the lighting or whatever. So this is going back to that double your price, price high and justify. You want to be able to price to give yourself enough room. What happens with creative projects is revisions and it takes it always just takes more time than you think. So price high, higher than you think and justify it and it'll give you enough breathing room to survive. Speaking of value and skill level that you bring to the table, value can be a lot of different things. For example, I'm not the most amazing epic editor in the world. There might be someone just as good as me, if not even a little bit better. But what I bring to the table is I also have an audience. So I could probably get away with charging a little bit more for someone to work with me because not only would they be getting the editing, they'd also be getting the promotion from people who just happen to follow me and want to see what I do. I'm bringing a different type of value that's worth more to the table with that promotion and distribution side. Think about all the different ways you can provide value and constantly be trying to improve yourself and build upon that so that you can get more or be worth more. Think about the overall package that you're delivering. It's not like you're just pricing, you know, per, for your time. You could say, here's the deliverables that you're gonna get. You're gonna get one finished video. You're also gonna get my promotion, thumbnails and graphics to go along with the video. This is something that can make your price, you justify your price, and it can also be something that you can use to get more out of your work. So you're not just doing one odd job. Let's say a brand reaches out to me. I can say, let's figure out a way that I can do a whole package for you. So you get a package deal. Let's, it could be more than one video. This can be a way for you to get bigger contracts and get more money for what you're worth by offering these different packages rather than just the bare minimum. Now going back to pricing, there's so many interesting and creative entrepreneurial ways to price your work in different sections. Um, there's licensing, there's just selling flat out, there's doing the service, there's digital products. And these are things where if you are running your own type of creative business, you could try to utilize all of them to make more money. For example, let's, let's say you do video editing work for hire. That's where you charge based on the final product that you deliver, right? But then there's also other things that you can do and 
the the pricing is a little bit more infinite in a way. So I created my own digital products on my website and those never go out of stock. They just I just have to make sure I keep updating them, polishing them, whatever, adding new stuff. Competition is another thing I want to talk about. Competitive, being competitive, competing with other people around you. And this also goes into how good you are. Definitely, you don't have to compete when you're the best. You don't have to compete when nobody else can offer the value that you're offering. But also, it is a good gauge on if you really want the job and you do offer a similar value, how do you make sure you get the job over the other guy that's just going to charge less than you? Well, you don't want to race to the bottom, right? There's always going to be someone that charges less to you. Let them have those clients. You want to provide a competitive rate, but also bring a good value, right? I've gotten tons of jobs over other people because I'm a good communicator. I show up on time. I used to, I mean, back when I used to do freelance, I was decent enough at the thing. So someone eventually just has to pick someone. There was a time where I was managing the social media for this local brand. And the way that I came up with my price was I did my research on, okay, how much would this cost them if they hired one of those I looked around, I saw what else was available on the market, right? And what do they offer for what price? And then I thought, what do I offer? And what do I think I'm worth? And I kind of gauged it a little bit based off of that. When I price my own products on my own website, like I have my effects and things like that, I look at what are some of the other things that are out there. You have the people selling things. You have the free stuff that people give out. You have the people selling things for like five bucks, you have the people selling things for like 500 bucks. So I have some people tell me, uh, I think your products are a bit pricey. They're a bit steep. Maybe like 1% of people tell me that or 2% of people. And I feel where they're coming from, but I don't think they are because the market is telling me they're not. People are enjoying the products. I get people ordering every day and I can justify it because I know that there's other companies that are selling a third of the amount of things or similar value for 10 times even more the price because I don't know what their costs are and their clients. Some details on actually getting paid, like when should they pay versus when you should deliver the work? Um, how do you make sure? First of all, you can kind of gauge how professional a client is or if they've been referred to you. I mean, you can just kind of tell, right? And the thing with this is it's kind of like a fool me once, shame on me, shame on you really, fool me twice, shame on me. So each client you work with, you could arrange something where it's like, okay, we, you pay me the deposit now to make sure you're serious, then we do the work, and then we agree upon a set number of revisions or a deadline there's websites that allow you to mock up contracts by yourself especially if you don't have a lawyer um, just some some sort of rough guidelines I'm not saying that every single freelance situation especially you know when I was just a kid on forums and stuff I would say I wasn't gonna sue anyone over a hundred dollar project and it's just kind of basic common sense stuff but you, you come up with some sort of terms of agreement to refer back to just so the, there's, the expectations are met. Communication is so key. Like if they understand that once they go beyond like two rounds of revision, then you might be asking them to for more money. 
agree on that stuff up front and try to think about all the possible ways that the situation could go so that you don't have conflict later. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you find a client that seems serious. They have a good reputation. You have a good reputation because that's all that you have at the end of the day is your reputation. And they can do something like give you a half deposit up front. You do the work. You agree upon a final product. You deliver the work or they pay you the final amount and you deliver the work. If you're scared that they're going to run off with your design, you could not give them the you could give them a watermarked version or a version in like a lower resolution or something where they can't really use it but they can tell that they're ready to purchase it and then they pay you the full amount you deliver the files there's always situations i've had tons of situations where i've done the work and then i kind of got screwed the client just didn't want it anymore or stopped responding that's happened. If you really want to get stingy with it, there would probably be less clients that would agree to give you 100% upfront because then they don't know if you're going to deliver with it. So this is all kind of a reputation game, but trust. Trust is involved whenever you're working with clients between two people. If someone doesn't pay you, cool, you just kind of played yourself. We're never going to do work again, and I'm going to make sure I never refer anyone to work with you. So I don't know. Those kind of people will not make it too far in life so much man money there's so much to freaking talk about with money but (laughs) hopefully i gave you guys a bunch of tips here a bunch of different things i could break down each one of these different things into its own video but just consider your own life your own situation case by case and uh let's have a discussion about this in the comments let's go back and forth let's talk send me a dm on instagram i'd love to chat more with you because this is such a personal mental game and it's different for each case and so I'd love to go back and forth and kind of see where you guys are coming from, hear your perspectives, hear your thoughts on it, and uh, see if we can break through some of those mental barriers that you might be having, and maybe it'd be good ideas for future videos. So thank you guys so much for watching this video. If you're new to the channel, subscribe to stay tuned for future videos. Go follow me on Instagram. It's the best place to keep in touch with me and keep up to what I'm doing and also message me. Leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it. And once again, thank you so much for watching. And I'll see you in the next video.